Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Steph Boldrini. This podcast is for everyone who wants to be part of our real estate family and learn commercial real estate investing from A to Z. I'll be sharing with you tips for real estate investing while being mentored by a few people with several years of experience so that you and I can make the least amount of mistakes as possible and succeed a lot faster. My goal is to keep things very straightforward because I value your time and you are here to learn. With that, in the last episode, we learned what could be some of the potential impacts of the coronavirus in the real estate market. We also reviewed a few strategies that you can take to potentially protect yourself from a possible economic downturn. And in today's episode, we are going to be learning what is happening with the lending world, what are some strategies you can use to get financing, and which asset classes are likely to take a dip during these times. We are interviewing John Pascal. He is the managing director of Paramount Capital Advisors, and he has a ton of experience lending. Before Paramount, he served as principal of JMB Financial Advisors, where he originated over $1 billion of capital. He has also served as SVP and CIO of Brookdale Living Community, a company that provides senior housing nationwide. And he has also experience with the acquisition of multifamily, industrial, retail, and office properties on behalf of institutional clients. Here we go. John, thank you so much for joining us. Very last minute, I purposefully wanted to record this on time. So today is Wednesday, March 25th, 2020, and we're going to release this podcast by tomorrow. And the goal is for us to understand where the state of lending is today and some creative solutions that you might have in mind. But first, why don't we start with a brief intro from you and we can take it from there. Sure. Um, this is uh, John Pascal, and uh, thank you, Stephanie, for inviting me uh, to do this today. I'm with Paramount Capital Advisors, and what we do at Paramount is we basically source both debt and equity for real estate sponsors, various product types. We do this on a national basis and get involved with all different types of debt, all different types of equity from JV equity to sponsorship equity, preferred equity, all up and down the capital stack. In terms of debt, we source bank debt, we source debt from debt funds, as well as CMBS. As of today, and we know that things can change tomorrow for the better or worse, what is happening in the lending world? In a nutshell, it's ugly. In general, from a bank's perspective, there, as it relates to some of the real estate types that are more sensitive to economic issues, such as hotels and retail to a lesser extent, they're basically pressing the pause button. With respect to hotels, what you're seeing is a lot of hotels are closing. You know, last week, hotels were 
maybe doing a little bit of revenue. Now they've basically closed. So you have a really unique situation where, you know, lenders really just don't know how to evaluate new opportunities because there's a big question is how quickly we'll come out of this and what the environment will look like over the next three to 12 months. As it relates to hospitality, as it relates to retail, you know, you have a situation where restaurants, larger retailers who had issues or some credit issues before, what are they going to look like over the next year? So if you're a grocery or retail center, you certainly have a higher likelihood of getting financing because obviously grocers are uh, one of the businesses that are really flourishing in this environment. So it's really kind of hit or miss in terms of product type, in terms of product, in terms of what could get financed today. Industrial, I think, is still attractive. Even actually residential, multifamily is being impacted because a lot of people are now unemployed. So there's an issue about the ability to pay rent. So I've heard multifamily lenders, the agencies, Fannie, Freddie, they're taking a pause and and, uh, really looking hard at at the economic situation, you know, prior to putting money out today or new money out today. So, you know, the banks in general, agencies in general are really being cautious and and basically not lending in a lot of situations. As it relates to debt funds, what you're seeing is they're, again, they're pressing the pause button. Some of it is because their cost of capital or their source of capital, their source of debt has dried up. And so they, in some cases, can't put new money out because their lenders have basically shut down. With respect to CMBS, you have actually some shops that have closed and others that are still in business, but really uh, aren't able to price new debt today because they're just not sure of their cost of capital. So effectively, even the CMBS market is, is shut down. So the state of lending today is in flux. The government is working on providing significant liquidity into the market so that the capital markets still function properly. There's still sufficient liquidity. So I think it'll address some of the concerns. I know the government is looking to, uh, as relates specifically to hospitality as well as other small businesses, provide liquidity through the SBA program. They have um, some relief programs in place already and they're contemplating through new legislation that which will hopefully pass in the next day or two, increasing the lending limit on SBA 7A financing, as well as the amount of guarantees that the, that the government will provide or the SBA will provide to in, in, induce lenders to lend. So I'm assuming you're gonna see a lot more of that. I mean. It, the the capital markets are key to the economy growing and i think you're going to see the government or you are seeing the government do whatever it takes to make sure that the debt markets are still functioning so that's it in a nutshell
In terms of creative solutions, if people find deals at this point in time, what are some creative lending solutions that you might recommend people looking for or negotiating? Sure. So depending on the product type, I'd say, you know, hotels very difficult. You know, if you're buying a hotel or refinancing a hotel, I think the best option there is through an SBA program, probably 7A, because banks can sell off a good portion of the loan to or securitize a good portion of the loan and get it off their balance sheet. As it relates to other product types, there are debt funds out there that are lending today. I think they're being obviously more thoughtful about what they'll lend on and looking for existing cash flow, et cetera, and you know, good sponsorship. But those debt funds will tend to be a little bit more expensive, you know, maybe in the 7 to 10% range, uh, non-recourse. So those options are still available. Uh, those are typically floating rate. So, you know, there are lenders out there that are still lending, looking to take advantage of the lack of uh, conventional capital in the market today. What are some of your thoughts? And I know everyone has an opinion. <laughs> we, yeah. Nobody knows what is going sure. to happen. What are your thoughts on what you think will happen in the next six months to a year? <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, look, I, I think... Um, you know, the, the economy will bounce back. It's just a question of time or how long it takes to get back there. I think you're going to see a V-shaped recovery. And I think it may take, you know, three to six months to get there. And I'm not suggesting it's going to be a full recovery. But I think you're going to see, you know, businesses ramp back up fairly quickly. I think there certainly is going to be casualties. Uh, and I think there's certainly going to be caution on the part of businesses, small businesses, et cetera, to ramp back up. But I do think you'll see a pretty significant recovery. The government is going to keep rates low for a while. And that's certainly going to fuel the stock market. It's going to fuel lending, et cetera. So I think you're going to see a lot of capital, a lot of debt come into the market. The source of that debt may move around a little bit in that, you know, it may not necessarily be CMBS debt or securitized debt. It may come from other sources, but I think there's going to be liquidity in the market and the government's going to do whatever it takes to get there. But I think it's going to take three, uh, you know, maybe six months to get back to some normalcy. I do a lot of hotel lending. So obviously hotels are a lot more sensitive to the state of the economy than other product types. And the, I think the thought process or the thought within the hospitality industry is you know, you're going to see hotels, well, you're seeing hotels closing, but you're going to see some hotels that close permanently. You know, a lot of hoteliers have lost a lot of money and mm -hmm. you're going to see a lot of defaults on loans. Although the government is, the Federal Reserve is encouraging banks to have flexibility with lend, with borrowers and maybe forego principal payment 
and maybe interest payments as well over the short term. So I think you're going to see banks working with existing borrowers, but I think you're going to see a lot of distress and, you know, which could portend opportunity down the road for uh, groups that have, have capital, have cash to be able to transact. So you're going to certainly see your share of casualties, especially, you know, within the, um, the hospitality industry. I don't think the hospitality industry is an example. It was flying high from, for a few years and with increasing rev par growth. I don't think we're going to get back up there anytime soon. I think that's going to take a while to come back. But I think you'll, you'll see, because you're going to see some closures in, in hospitality, maybe some of the weaker capitalized deals or weaker, weaker capitalized owners, you know, in essence, I think it's going to help strengthen the hotel industry down the road. And you're certainly going to see less new construction, you know, which should help real estate in general over the next couple of years, certainly the hotel industry. And uh, so, you know, with any uh, calamity, there's opportunity. So we shall see. Besides hotels potentially being shut down and others having opportunities to buy them at a steep discount, do you foresee other asset classes going through that same path, let's say besides hotel and retail? You know, if you kind of go across the board, I think, uh, you know, everything, what, what's happened, it, it certainly has a trickle-down effect in every product type. I think, you know, industrial, I, I, I think, is, a, is the strongest of mm -hmm. the um, real estate categories today, and I don't think it's going to be as deeply affected. Retail, obviously, we talked about. Multifamily is obviously going to be affected, but I don't think you're going to see a significant impact as employers start to hire back workers. I mean, there was a shortage of workers before this all happened. And, uh, you know, maybe we get to a little bit higher um, unemployment rate. But I don't think, you know, I've heard that people are predicting the 20% unemployment rate. I hope that's not the case. I don't think that's going to be the case. But I don't think multifamily, you're going to see the dis necessarily the distress. Senior housing, sure, certainly, I don't feel like you're going to see that level of distress. Although when you look at the various categories in senior housing, independent living is less need-driven, let me say it that way, than assisted living or nursing care. So independent living is a little bit more susceptible to um, economic um, downturns than the other subcategories of senior housing. Self-storage, yeah, maybe there'll be some impact there. I'm not sure, you know, again, as significant as, let's say, hotels. And uh, retail, we talked about that, you know, I'm, uh, I'm not sure what else, like, what other categories I've left out, but, you know, student housing, I still think you're going to see strong demand as, as kids come back to uh, college next year, although it's, going to be a little bit uh, slower lease up but just fundamentals I think over the next couple of years I think that that industry will will stabilize so you know I think the biggest impact obviously is the hotel industry I just spoke with a lender at a small local bank today and 
he's said that the small banks right now, they don't know if they will be taken care of or not, and they're lending their customers deposits. And so now that the Fed told the banks that they don't need to have enough reserves like before, and if they start lending on 100% of the deposits, do you think this could be impactful to us citizens that have deposits or money in banks? Oh, no. I, I mean, look, I think the, as it is now, the government uh, guarantees, uh, I think the threshold is like $250,000 of deposits for each individual. I think they're going to do what it takes to continue to backstop that money. So I think, you know, if you look at what happened in the downturn and what the Federal Reserve, what the government was willing to do, I think that's probably a good guide. Although banks, there's some, certainly banks back then folded or, or um, closed. I think in general, the government provided, you know, uh, significant liquidity to protect depositors' money. So I, I'm hopeful that that's going to continue uh, to be the case in this situation. And so I don't, I don't feel like it's going to impact the typical depositor. Okay. Thank you. Is there anything else that you think is important that our audience should know during these times? This too shall pass. And uh, I think that uh, there's a lot of hardship and um, out there. And I, I've been <laughs> certainly feeling that pain too. I think, you know, we as a country, as an economy will bounce back and, uh, we're a strong country and we've overcome a lot of issues in the past and we'll overcome this as well. Wise words. And I totally agree. <laughs> How can our listeners get in touch with you, John? Oh, sure. Thank you for asking. Um, my phone number is uh, 312-767-3320. Uh, my email address is john, J-O-H-N, at paramountcapitaladvisors.com. And website is paramountcapitaladvisors.com as well. Thank you for joining us very last minute. I really appreciate all of your insights during these times. Let's hope that this is going to be a lot shorter than, than we all think it will be. <laughs> Let us hope. I hope so too. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. We have created a Facebook group so we can all connect over there and share information and knowledge or tips that you have learned for how to deal with the situation. The link will be under show notes. It is facebook.com slash groups slash Monte Carlo REI. I will see you guys there and I will see you next time.